Yes! <laughs> Welcome back to another edition of the Declaration Podcast. My name is Ty Declare. Thanks for coming back in today! Yeah! Uh-uh. We go with the prepressive voice! Hey! 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 Yes! Welcome back in. Thank you so much. I hope you're doing well. The creaky chair makes a reappearance on the show. Uh, we're going to deal with that in, in due time. Don't you worry. But first, I'd like to thank Patreon. Over in the squad, we have Liam Nolan at Liam Nolan, Matt Nafe at Matt Nafe, and Boyan Antonoff at Boyan V. Antonoff. Thank you all so much. Yo, go check out Boyan's new tattoo. It's dope. Friends, not food. Do approve. Boyan, it's, it's a cool tattoo. I do like it. Uh, go show Boyan some love over at Boyan V. Antonoff. Over in the Angels, I want to thank Chris Pierce at Chris Pierce 103. Go pick up some litter today. Give the world a hug. I'd also like to thank Mason Tim at <clears throat> Mason uh, decided to change his social media handle for for uh, professional purposes, so I can no longer say the bearded bear 95, but I can say MT underscore the underscore RMT. So go check out MT underscore the underscore RMT over on Instagram to keep up with uh, with Mason. If you want to get yourself adjusted, if you want to get uh, get yourself right, go see Mason. If you want to support the show, head on over to patreon.com slash the declaration online. Love to have you over there. Before we get to the mental health check this week, I'd like to let everyone know of a guest post that will be going up on the website on Thursday. I received an email from a Patrick Bailey asking me if, you know, we accept guest posts. Of course, if you want to write something for the declaration online, let me know. Hit me up. Email, Instagram, Twitter, whatever. And uh, Patrick decided to write on the healing power of forgiveness. And you can check out Patrick's other work at www.patrickbaileyswithans.com. Um, what you're going to see on the on the post on Thursday, you know, it talks about forgiveness and how it relates to worrying, to empathy, to healing. Uh, it's a really good article, and, and Patrick has a has a similar perspective of mine of you know the mental health, the addiction side, and and how all those things kind of tie together. And it's a great little piece. And uh, like I said, it's going up on Thursday, so check uh, check the website then, or check Facebook, Instagram, Twitter for the post share or at Ty Declare Forty Four. You know, as you're going apart uh, throughout your week this week. Let me know, you know, how you're working on forgiveness and how you're finding that's impacting you. I'm really, uh, really curious to see how this resonates with people. So thank you, Patrick. I do appreciate it. And uh, all the links to his social media and all that will be in the post. And yeah, awesome. For the mental health check this week, it is uh, week one in the books for owning a house. Woo. Uh, you know, when I, when I zoom out and look at my life. You know, I have a beautiful partner, beautiful dog, beautiful house, beautiful yard, a great job, amazing friends. I, I feel so privileged. Yet I still have these incredibly low days. And man, like, when you think everything's going right, you can still have these struggles. And it's it's baffling, right? You know, on, on Friday night, our friend Josie, we hosted her birthday party. Happy birthday, Josie. It was an awesome time. 
We had emo night. We we had a, a black light. We had dance floor downstairs. It was awesome. I can't wait to throw more parties at our place with with more of our friends and all that stuff. And it's gonna be so great. But it, it was just it was so awesome. And, and and you know all our friends over. It was it was it was so great. On Saturday, you know, I cleaned the whole house after the party. I hosted a doggy play date. I cooked meals for the week. I made some lists. You know, and I also planned out, you know, my next few weeks in terms of what kind of things I want to accomplish and things like that. And I felt like I was on a really, really good track. And, you know, so Sunday I wake up and, you know, I do my yoga at 6.45 a.m. I uh, I watch the F1 race. Uh, side note, go Alex Albon. I decided to make Alex Albon my dude going forward because, you know, last year as a rookie, he, he did really well. He outperformed his car every time. And no matter where he qualifies, he seems to... He seems to do better in the race than what his uh, qualifying is, and that's only continued this year. So I'm going to keep cheering for Albon, but uh, Red Bull had a big win this week and upset Mercedes. So let's see if uh, this season can get a little more interesting. But that's not the point of this. You know, after I watched F1, you know, I, I figure I've been super productive, so maybe Sunday can be a me day. Whatever me days mean, right? But And that was on Sunday. And honestly, Sunday was a really low day. And it's probably the lowest I've been in a long time. I've I've never been good at me days. I, I found, you know, if I'm not in motion, then I'm struggling. And I figured, you know, after taking Saturday to clean, being super productive, cross-process, you know, most of the things I want to do off my list, that this would be productive, successful. You know, I thought it'd be good. I'm telling you, I, I couldn't tell you how much food I ate on Sunday. I couldn't tell you where the time went. I literally felt like I was in a haze from like noon till I fell asleep. And I figured that this would be a good time as any to discuss the topic of emotional hangovers. Now, this is something that I've been... You know, I, I've taught this before at uh, at Psalm 23. I actually learned about this mostly at Psalm 23 when I was volunteering over at Psalm 23 Transition Society. And I think to understand it best, like Dr. Judith Orloff, author of The Empath Survival Guide, wrote in Psychology Today that emotional hangovers are the, quote, energetic residue left over from the interaction. And I've compiled like a quick list here, you know, things that can cause an emotional hangover, like maybe the day or days after birthdays, get togethers, parties, events, significant dates, whether it be anniversaries, um, you know, even dates that maybe you don't even register as an important date anymore, but they were at one point in your life, even things like arguments or fights or accomplishments and triumphs. It's both ends of the spectrum. Essentially, you know, what goes up must come down. And, you know, when I was at Psalm 23, I saw this so often, you know, when there was someone's birthday, whether, you know, someone was graduating, anything like that. The next few days after whatever that event was, whatever that emotional high was, followed with an emotional low. I do think it, it speaks to, you know, the ebb and flow of life. And... I mean, you want to like yang yang. It's it's everywhere you look. Is that life goes up, life goes down, and it is a natural part. 
But the understanding, like the life as a teacher here is, it's not always easy. And I do feel like the more that we understand emotional hangovers, the more we understand these ups and downs, the more the more efficient we can be in interrupting these negative symptoms that we feel. For me, you know, that would be interrupting the getting lost in the haze, getting lost in the sauce, if the sauce was a bag of Doritos ketchup chips. <laughs> I mean, even this morning, I, I woke up and I really didn't want to get out of bed because I still felt like I was in that haze. I was so tired. And I did have to work this morning, so I got up, I got some sun, you know, I went out onto the grass with that little bit of, you know, morning dew still on the grass, and, and you know, I got I got some good grounding in with my bare feet on the grass to get those, you know, those free electrons. I snugged with Delilah for a bit, and, and I drank as much water as I could before work. You know, as I was sitting down to work, I made a pot of coffee, and I got on with it. I, I didn't try and... I guess, figure out my life at that point. I just tried to move forward. And I mean, all those things that I did, it honestly, it didn't rectify what I was feeling. But just by simply trying to move forward, it did help me to observe and understand myself better. And to be honest, I don't have the answers on how to cure an emotional hangover. Like I'm still working on self-care myself and I'm still working on how to unwind without falling apart. And while it can be frustrating, it, it's also okay. It's, it's okay to not be okay. And sometimes I have to remind myself of that message because life is a learning process and I'll be learning for the rest of my life. I mean, if I had all the, all the answers, then I, I, life would be kind of boring. So yeah, I'm, I'm still, I'm still thankful for the struggle. I'm thankful for what it illuminates in my life. And it just gives me more to be grateful for in the present. I think even through the struggle, which was literally less than 24 hours ago. So, I mean, I've put together a quick list of tips that, you know, from yesterday to today, I've just been stewing on and thinking on it. And this is what I've come up with. Number one, be honest, be honest and let someone in. It's, it's a lesson that I, I can forget as well, that others care about you and your health, even if you don't care about yourself or your health in that moment. All right. When Bria came home, she was like, how was your day? I was like, I don't know. She's like, what do you mean? I don't know. We were eating dinner and I, okay, side note, I made this seven layer dinner that I found in this old cookbook that we got for Christmas. It's essentially a layer of potatoes, rice. Uh, I used yellow peppers um, and two onions chopped up, ground beef, tomatoes, uh, tomato sauce, tomato, um, like uh, diced tomatoes topped with bacon. Weird, but it tasted really good. Like all mixed together. Oh, put in the, basically just put all that in the oven for like four hours and you have a meal. So, uh, yeah, would try, but when I'm eating that, like typically me, I'm a, I'm a big eater, right? Like I'll, I'll put away my portion, but I, I didn't even finish my bowl. And I was like, I offered it to Bria and she was like, Oh, you're not hungry. I was like, I couldn't tell you how much I ate today. And I, it just, it was almost like the self-awareness got disconnected somewhere along the way. So even if in that moment you don't feel 
like yourself. You don't feel like you're in perfect condition. You're even ashamed of what you're going through. It's still okay to be honest. It's still okay to let someone in. You're still worthy of love, even when you're not perfect. And that kind of leads to the next step is tell yourself and show yourself that you love yourself. I'm talking self-care. I'm talking self-talk. Anything that improves what your self-concept is. And that's really tough to do. (laughs) I I talk about self-care a lot in this show, and I still feel like I'm always going to be refining and trying out new things for self-care. But if you have something that you know fills you with joy, lean into that. If you have something that makes the hours go by in a positive way, lean into that. If you have something that makes you feel like you come back stronger the next day because of it, lean into that. And if you have none of those things, spend some time, review your day, review what works for you, talk with others, look online. These answers will become apparent. Honestly, one of the best forms of self-care I have is just watch Queer Eye. (laughs) Honestly, go on Netflix, watch any season of Queer Eye, and if you don't leave that 60-minute episode feeling a little bit better about yourself and wanting to, you know, at least go out and do something for yourself, watch another episode (laughs) and continue until you feel like loving yourself. Uh, The the next step or step, whatever you want to call it, um, be curious and and be awe-filled when you're observing yourself. I I have done a lot of self-reflection and I mean, sometimes I, I might be over over-focused on my mental state at times, but I, I do feel like when I'm in a state of being curious about why I am the way I am and not coming at it from a negative self-loathing or emotional place, trying to come from an awe-filled and just fascinated of how I got to where I am and where I'm going and trying to understand how I got there, but also trying to feel what that feels like in the moment. Essentially, I'm just reflecting through another form of meditation. I think yoga has been great for this, where I'm able to take a breath and wherever wherever I'm at in my day, I can just connect back to the moment and be there then or be here now. Uh, if, If you're not into yoga, if you're not into meditation, even if it's just taking a quick breath, and and just shutting out the thoughts letting the thoughts come and go as they please understanding that it's a choice to listen to those thoughts that we can let that go that we can connect to the here and now it's wonderful and it's a step in the right direction uh, the next tip, be patient. You know, physical hangovers don't go away instantly after popping a few Tylenol, right? Is it Tylenol you're not supposed to take or Advil? I think it's Advil you're not supposed to take. Either way, I don't take prescription drugs when it comes to hangovers. I just drink water and, and make bacon. But anyways, give yourself time to heal and give yourself time to feel, right? The emotional hangover is there for a reason. We don't want to just put a band-aid on it and, and try and push it away. While it's there, take the time to understand it. Right? 
when I was going through my week and what led to my emotional hangover, it makes a lot of sense. For months, I've been building up to this, moving into this new house, you know, buying a house, this whole process. And finally, it all comes together on the 365th day that I've been in Halifax. All my friends think our place is wonderful. Everyone loves it. All of my friends chipped in to help out when they could. You know, Caleb, Lucas, all these guys, Lorianne, um, Christian, like everyone who chipped in and helped out, Alex Crosley, everyone. It, it made me feel so thankful and so and so grateful for who I have in my life and where I am. And then on Friday, you know, have a group of our friends over and just have an amazing party. And then Saturday, you know, Delilah has a, a great play day and a great day for her. And I live up to my house husband duties and do exactly what I wanted to on that day. I was on an emotional high. But it's not going to stay that way. I think I even alluded to this in like the last show is what goes up must come down. And I know there's going to be days that I'm not going to want to get out of bed. And this is a perfect example of one of those days. So I'm trying to take the time to understand why it's there. And by understanding that the reason that I had a difficult day is because I had a couple great days. And I still have some leftover hang-ups of not thinking that I deserve to be happy or, you know, something like that is probably going on. Do I have to figure it all out right now? Absolutely not. Can I take a moment and acknowledge my efforts and acknowledge my situation while also trying to move forward in a mindful yet progressive way? Absolutely. The final thing I'll, I'll add here on, you know, ways to ways to work on emotional hangovers is don't try and make up for lost time and don't try and make up for a down day. If you feel like you didn't spend a day the way you want to spend it, you know, if you feel like you're trying to make up for your mistakes or something like that, don't do that. It's not going to help. And it's more likely to leave you more emotionally fatigued the day after and just perpetuate this vicious cycle. Accept where you are right here, right now, and move forward in confidence. And it's hard to move forward in confidence when you're not confident. And I get that. And confidence comes from, you know, a self-belief, but also actions that show that you will follow through on something. If you feel like you're bumping up against a goal that you can't, uh, that you can't reach right now or haven't been able to reach, maybe dial that goal back a bit. Or if you don't want to dial it back, reach out to someone else and see how maybe they can help you be accountable on that goal or someone who can help you revisit that goal or There's always options, but making up for lost time, you know, time, that thing that we can never get back, it's not going to bring the results that you want, and it's not going to erase whatever happened, but we can learn from it. We can reflect. As my mom always says, right? You can check in the rearview mirror to look at the past, but you got to keep your eyes on the road ahead. So, yeah. I know I just gave a bunch of tips, but to end the show, one tip for a happy and satisfying and healthy life, make a cleaning matrix. 
uh, I did this on Saturday and I, I do feel a lot more focused even. It just took a load off my mind is decide what chores that you want to do on a daily, weekly, monthly, and annual basis. You can even go quarterly if you want, right? But I just left it open on the annual side. Uh, all this is, it leaves no doubt, right? It takes that load off your mind, right? Daily, I, I want to have my counters clean and the dishes either put away or, or done. You know, um, weekly, I want to do a load of laundry. I, I want to clean like certain parts of the house. I, I want to dust. I want to do these things. Build up your schedule to your liking and give yourself an outline and just take that Ooh, am I doing enough thought out of your mind and put it onto a paper into a plan. Also free bonus tip, take care of your stuff. It's yours. Treat it with respect. I'm notorious for treating my stuff <laughs> with like garbage. Uh, there's probably a lesson there with, uh, you know, self-concept and, uh, how I treat my things is how I treat myself, but that's for another show for another time. So, that's all I got for you. Like I said uh, earlier, let me know, you know, how you're working on forgiveness and you know how you're seeing that uh, impacting you in your day to day today. And I think that kind of led really well into the show we had today. And, you know, let me know if you just went through an emotional hangover or, or what you find helps you get through an emotional hangover. So until then, I wish you the best. I hope you have a great week. You know, and for all of those out there listening, have a great one. And go show yourself some love. Bye.